gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to the show. If you are here to learn character creation, you're in the wrong place because we're doing cat creation. Couldn't have said it better myself, Joel. Welcome to How to Create a Literal Cat in your favorite RPG. Oh yeah, I should have said the name of the show, shouldn't I? It's okay, I got you. (laughs) Thank you. If nobody else got me, I know my co-host got me. Always. So... Uh, do we want to get sidetracked at the start of the episode, or we want to jump right into it this time? You know, this is another one I have not gone over the rules, but I think the good thing about this podcast is that we don't really need to know all the rules. We just need to know if you can make a cat, and sometimes that's up to us. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so I think most of the basic game concepts and stuff we can skip. We can go straight to page 10, which is the character... Oh yeah, we should tell everyone what game we're playing, shouldn't we? We should. Yeah, okay, so this is Modern Age, a uh, game by Green Ronin Publishing, uh, about just, like, running a generic Modern Age-type game. Now, uh, I should say, we are typically going to avoid these types of games that are just kind of generic systems. Like, I'm not just going to pull up Straight Up Fate, because the issue with it is... A lot of the time, they are they don't have structured rules. So if we say we want to play as a cat, they say, okay, who am I to stop you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, I think, is structured enough that we will be able to get away with breaking some rules. I should also mention, we have some rules that we need to follow uh, when we are breaking the game's rules regarding uh, character creation so that we can play as a cat. First off, and most importantly, we accept no cop-outs. We are making a cat. This is the like the the animal that comes to mind when I say the word cat. Just a cat, not a lion, not a tiger, not a bear or an anthropomorphic race. It is a cat. Rule number two: homebrew isn't real. If the ru- rules do not explicitly allow something to happen, it counts as a rule broken. We cannot use homebrew stuff as a uh, as a fix for something. If it's not part of the rulebook or an official expansion, we can't do it. (laughs) If the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. If the game doesn't come with a cat stat block, we have to adapt them from a game that does, if compatible. So like, uh, I don't know, if we were playing StarCraft, then we would have to try and use probably the D&D cat, uh, or does Pathfinder have a- I've never played Pathfinder. Or Starfinder. You're barking up the wrong tree. I have not either. The only RPGs that I have played are D&D and a couple of the one-page RPGs, which most of the time don't even involve character creation. <laughs> yeah, they do not. <laughs> um, so, but assuming Pathfinder doesn't have a, a cat stat block, then we would use D&Ds. And we know D&D has one. Yep. Because we've done an episode on... The D&D cat. Well, Austin wasn't here for that, but I was. Nope. Joel left me out. I was just trying to get it done quickly. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, So I kind of already said this one. I think I combined rules two two and four. The character class, background, playbook, job, whatever you want to call it, has to exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. Homebrew doesn't exist, so we cannot use homebrew resources. Because if we use homebrew, that's basically just your game master being like, oh yeah, sure, you can do that, whatever. This is yeah. this is the case where you're coming in to a new, a new session uh, with a GM that you don't know, and you're like, hey, I have this character made up that fits the rules, or kind of. It's the or kind of, that's the issue. Yeah, the... <laughs> Now, rule number five, the cat can learn any skill available to its class. For instance, the cat can be allowed to speak, but only if an argument can be made that a certain class skill makes it possible. And finally, rule number six, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if you comically downsized it for them, they cannot use it. So, a cat cannot use a human-made handgun. You'd have to give the cat the cat gun. It's true. I have no idea if this game has a... A gun made for cats, so we're probably not going to be able to give our cat a gun. No guns, no swords, no wrenches, drills, chainsaws of any kind. Nope, not at all. Not for us. Anyway, so, this is, if you uh, are just now tuning in and skipped the first, what is it, five minutes or so? Yeah. (laughs) Then we are, 
about to make a cat in Modern Age, the game by Green Ronin Publishing, as I think a modification of Fantasy Age to take place in the Modern Age and run modern stories in cities and stuff. Yeah, not a lot of cities existed back in the day when you think about it. Not as we know them today. It's true. Skyscrapers, unbelievable. Absolutely still unbelievable. What are you talking about? How do they even get those things so high? <laughs> right? Anyway, so, the cool thing about Modern Age is that we don't have to read through any of the uh, rest of the book in order to get this done. This is something I've noticed with a lot of Green Ronin books, actually. I have a few others. They have character creation as step one of the book. It's literally the first thing in the book. So, if you go to page 10, for those reading along at home, it says character creation in nine steps. So we're just going to go through these steps. Making a modern age character is a simple nine-step process, outlined here and presented throughout this chapter, in order. Just follow the steps, and at the end, you'll have a complete new cat. It doesn't say cat. I ad-libbed that. You also made it rhyme. What a, what, what a great way to start. What have I done? Don't worry, we're not going to do a rhyming episode, at least I hope not. Not this time. If the game doesn't call for it, we are not doing it. Alright. <laughs> Anywho. So, or, you know what? You know what? I take that back. If our viewers crowdfunded... No, no I'm kidding. Oh, so, uh, I thought you were going to keep going with that. <laughs> no, no. I'm, we're not going there yet. So, step one. Concept. Consider the type of character you want to play and that character's overall role in the group of characters the other players will create. And of course, our role is Cat, and I don't think we need to explain the value that provides to the other players. Yeah, I think if, if you own a cat, you get it. If you don't own a cat, what do you do? I'm not going to take offense at that. <laughs> I forgot, Joel. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I got my little bundle of joy here. <laughs> For context, I do not have any pets. Just some, uh, just some stuffed animals. Anyway... Step 2. Abilities. Determine your character's core physical and mental abilities. These are areas where your character is strong or talented, average, or on the weak side. Step 3. Background. Choose a background that describes where your character came from, and capabilities the character inherited or learned from. A lot of the stuff that we've done at the end of the episode, the last couple times this happened, we have to do near the beginning. Step 4. Profession. Select a profession that defines what your character does now or did just before the first adventure, which gives you additional skills skill, skills, the character can perform. Step 5. Drive. They did that on purpose. Decide what, what inspires your character to take risks, get involved in the game's storylines, and take the various actions that they do. Step 6. Resources and Equipment. Based on background and other factors, find out what your character's initial resources are and use those to determine what equipment your character has available. Step 7. Health, Defense, Toughness, and Speed. Figure out your character's starting health, defense, toughness, and speed game traits. Simple enough. Yeah, yeah. Goals, ties, I can't read, and yeah. relationships. Uh, based on everything you've worked out so far, choose your character's goals, both short and long term, their ties with other characters, and their, Im and their important relationships. This last category is a game trait allowing characters with strong relationships to perform exceptional deeds to support them. And finally, name the character and describe them. So, let's go ahead and start this off with concept. Who is your character? The character creation process will inspire as ideas as you go, but it's a good idea to start with a basic idea of the type of character you want to play. Cat. Easy. <laughs> so, we have we have our type of character, Cat. Um, mm -hmm. what is, what is a cat's role in a group? Hmm. What is a cat's role in a group? I, we, we kind of hand waved that off earlier, but, uh, let's see. You'll, you'll want to play a character who fits the setting. So for example, an international socialite probably wouldn't fit in a post-apocalyptic world where scavengers fight over gas and canned food. Or would they? Next, you want to check with the other players. It's always a good idea to play characters with varied complementary interests and abilities. We're going to have to skip that part because I don't see any other players here. Yeah, not not really much we can do there. But if you end up Everyone using else. this character. Everyone else is going to have to build their characters around around this one. It's a little selfish, but they'll, 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 they'll come around. Trust us. Yeah, they'll get over it. <laughs> 
A bodyguard's guards a good partner for a negotiator, and a high roller can help fund a would-be inventor. These contrasts can also help decide upon the relationships in Step 8. For now, keep your concept loose, since going through the character creation may inspire you to adjust or further specify who your character is. I was going to say, so we have our character, a cat. Um, yep. The role, I feel like, will come about once we get deeper into it. Um, Because I feel like that happened naturally last episode with, like, where we wanted to take that character. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I feel like this will kind of do the same thing. Like, the more we figure out about this character, the more, you know, we'll decide what their backstory and everything is. That's why it kind of comes later. Right. Now, I do have a request. All right. For this cat specifically. Um, The last couple cats that we made in D&D and then in, what was the last game we played? Power Outage. Mm-hmm. We made street cats who ha- who lived the, the, uh, the street life. I think it would be interesting this time to see what we can get out of a house cat. I agree. I think a house cat would be very cool. Are we going for like a house cat that escaped or like a house cat that just got like dumped on the side? Hmm. May not have to be either. Could it could just be that it that it lives with some guy who has a nine to five, and when that guy is not home, he's off fighting crime or something. See, you know, I'm always afraid that my cat is doing that, but he makes it home safe today. So who am I to judge? Exactly. So yeah, I I think that could I think that could work really well. Uh, you know, we already got like kind of like a double life thing set up. That's a that's a relationship or tie. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right then. Let's see. What does it say here for ability? Modern age characters are defined by nine abilities. They're scored on a numeric scale from negative two to four. A score of one is considered average for player characters and other extraordinary people. Zero is average for common individuals, the sort of folks who would avoid adventures and weird capers. Your character's ability scores provide a useful snapshot description of the areas where your character is outstanding, above average, poor, or just average, and you use ability scores to determine the outcomes of most actions in the game. And these abilities are accuracy, communication, constitution, dexterity, Fighting, where does this list, con- there it is, intelligence, <laughs> perception, strength, and willpower. I should say, I'm not even sure if this is a D20 game. Uh, it kind it kind of looks like it has D20 stat blocks, but I don't, I don't think it is, actually. Yeah, looks like determining abilities is a 3D6 role, which, funny enough, is how DD also decides your... Huh. Or, well, depending... I rolled D20s for... It depends. When I started DMing, I was rolling, I was having people roll D20s. Um, but over time, my thing kind of became roll three D or four D6 and then drop the lowest. Interesting. The few like times that I was like in a D&D one shot, they did point by. Ooh, point by. Uh, it's got, it's got its ups and downs, uh, depending on how you want to, what character you have and how OP you want to make them. I'm not a fan mm. of, um, oh, what's it called? Min-maxing. Um, right. Personally, when I make a character in any RPG system, I want it based on what I think that character is, like who they are. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, I have a uh, I have a monk in this new D&D campaign I'm doing, but mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's not the brightest, and she's pretty clumsy, so... The stats that would be useful for Monk actually aren't her best stats. Her best stat is talking to people, because she's a people person. She loves talking. Clumsy Monk, that's an interesting character. Oh, it makes for such good roleplay. <laughs> <laughs> Determining abilities. Roll dice to determine your character's starting ability score. You need three six-sided dice. I assume you have those. Uh, I do have one D6 on me. I can run and get three to make this quicker. Um, or I can just go ahead and start rolling. Uh, which would you prefer to do? This let is your me, cat, after all. Let me run and grab a couple more D6, because I know exactly where some are, so I will be back in, like, 20 seconds. All right. Okay, he's gone. Uh, the, the codes, the secret codes are, uh, and, and I need to stress this enough, you cannot ever reveal the codes to anyone. You cannot. Also, you also cannot know what the codes are for. Now, 
uh, without further ado, the code is... Oh, he's not back yet. Okay, good, good. Uh, the code is 445. All right, five, I have returned. Eight. Oh, crap, he's back. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you were doing there with the numbers, but... Uh, but Nothing. <laughs> don't matter now. All right, so you'll, you'll get to hear some dice ASMR real quick while I pull out these... D6s, because apparently they're all at the bottom of each of these um, containers. And that's how it goes. That's why I keep a bag that's just D6s. See, I have a bag that's just a bunch of random dice, but I couldn't find it in time. So, alright. I see. So, we are, are we rolling uh, all of our stats and then dropping them in place? Uh, or are we just rolling and placing them uh, depending on what we're rolling for. Um, you know, there's one thing I forgot to check, uh, which is, does Modern Age already have a cat stat block? Ooh. Just Googling that real quick. Let's see. There is an option here that says, in this option, the option one arranging this, in this option, roll your abilities randomly, as described under determining abilities. However, you can arrange the results in whatever order you wish, deciding which result goes with which ability. Um, so that's kind of like the pick and choose once you've rolled all, which I I feel like I would prefer to do for this one if they do not already have a cat stat block. I cannot find one. No, I don't think they do. At uh, least not in any of the resources I have access to. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use this Google Doc that we have open to write down the roles. Um, Understandable. We'll just delete them. Yep. Okay. So, we have how many abilities? One, two, three, four, five. There's nine. So, yes. So, let's do those. Roll one is ten. So, that's a one. Mm-hmm. Roll two is a fifteen. So, that's a three. Wow. That's good, I think. That is very good. Roll four is an eleven. Nice. Okay, roll four. I think I just said roll four. Ooh, that is a six, so a zero. Cat's got to be average at something. True. Roll five, 11 again. Roll six. Wow. Um, that's almost max. It's a 16, so three. Dang. This cat's got it two things. Seven is 14, so a two. That's our first two. Roll eight is a 13, so another two. Roll nine see if we can get an 18. Let's go for that 3. You cannot. That is a 10, which is a... This cat has no negative stats. Amazing, honestly. Uh, so we have a 1, 3, a 1, a 0, a 1, a 3, a 2, a 2, and a 1. Yep. So this cat, per cat standards, is very above average. I will let you assign those how you want. Now we've we've already kind of uh, talked about maybe having a cat that is uh, the kind that has a nice home life but goes out during during the day to fight crime while everyone else is not home. So I think because of that, I think willpower should absolutely be our highest stat. Uh, measures self control, self discipline, mental fortitude, and confidence. This cat has a right. lot of confidence going out. And, you know, being a hero. Mm hmm So I'm going to put one of our into willpower. Understandable. Let's see what else. I'm going to say strength is going to be one of our zero. Because cats, well, are only zero, actually. Okay. Cats, not very strong. Can't really uh, lift up much. I don't know if you've ever seen a cat try to do a bench press. I know I haven't. On one hand, I can't judge. But on the other hand, I can. Because I've never seen one do one. How do I know they even? I, I I think they don't do it because they don't have opposable thumbs. I'm, I'm sure if they had opposable thumbs and you got a, a bench press scaled to cat size, they would happily get on that thing. Pump some iron. Let's see. Another one that would be good for a zero, although we don't have another, would be communication. Covers social skills, personal interaction, and the overall art of friendship and social influence. Ooh, actually, I... I will happily allow you to decrease the... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, one of those stats to a zero or a negative if you would like to for communication. I'm trying to think because, like, in the overall art of friendship, how it could just determine how nice is this cat? Do you let random people pet them? They, you know, do they shy away? You know what? Let's let's go ahead and reduce it to zero because we have too many more. <laughs> All right, I and there's no it. actual location. Okay. See accuracy measures aim, precision, and finesse, particularly in using ranged weapons such as guns and thrown weapons. Um, I think that that should be a dump stat, so probably one of your ones. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, as we've discussed, as of right now, I do not believe that there is any such thing as a cat gun included in the modern age. Uh, By the time this comes out, there's going to be a, a whole subsection just for cat characters. In modern age. That's how it goes. <laughs> Alright. I don't know. Their most recent uh, supplement was about, uh, like, let's a cyberpunk settings. Ooh, cyberpunk cat. Mm-hmm. Get a nice little uh, monocle on it. Digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Cons- that also fires a laser. Also, yes, also fires a laser. Um, uh, next up is constitution. Is your character's overall health, fortitude, and resistance to harm, illness, and fatigue? I you know, I feel like that's got to be one of our ones because cats do sleep a lot, mm-hmm. so they could they could get fatigued pretty. Easy. I would agree with that assessment. Uh, Only got one one left. Uh, next up, dexterity covers deafness. I okay, eye hand coordination, hand eye, um, agility mm-hmm. and reaction time from doing delicate work to dodging attacks. This one, I. I feel like cats can be good. Yes, at that. I I think this is our three. Um, because cats cats can you know they can climb, they can jump really high, they can move super fast. Um, so let's go ahead and put our last three there, which okay. leaves us with a two, a two, and a one. And our last stats are fighting, intelligence, and perception. Mm-hmm. I feel like let's see, perception is the ability to detect things using any of the character senses. That's gotta be one of our twos. Cats, Agreed. yeah, cats can see whew, so far. Well, they got those ears. They got too. the ears. They got the nose. Sometimes, uh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So intelligence and fighting. So we can put a two and a one. I'm gonna say. Let's see. Fighting measures your character's ability in close combat with hand-to-hand weapons or unarmed goods. I feel like. Cat's got those yeah, claws. Yeah, cat's got claws. And the teeth. So I think that's our two, and our intelligence is. Our... I would still say that's above average for a cat. I think you know we just rolled really well on these stats. Mm-hmm. So our cat's just—he's just very good. He knows what he does, or they know what they do. Mm-hmm. I think we got another legendary drop. Cat oh, absolutely. Here. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead give another full rundown list. Um, accuracy mm-hmm. one, communication zero. Constitution, 1. Dexterity, 3. Fighting, 2. Intelligence, 1. Perception, 2. Strength, 0. And willpower, 3. Sounds good. We got a dex slash will build for our Absolutely. cat. Our cat knows what they are about, is quick about it. So I'm going to put my dice to the side. Um, what's our next step? For now. Uh, you might want to get those dice back out because I see more rolling tables. Yeah, they're just, they're just off to the side. Okay. Well, these only require one die, so... Anyway, characters do not spring from nowhere, fully formed. Says who? They had a life and experiences prior to the start of the story being told around the game table. Modern age refers to this as the character's background. Backgrounds are broad by design. They offer room for deciding exactly what a given background means in the context of the setting for your character. Backgrounds are intended to offer inspiration for your character's history, early life, and personality. Determining your character's background involves two roles. First, roll on the social class table. Once you have the result, roll on the appropriate background table for that social class. So if your character is a middle class, roll 1d6 on the middle class. You get the idea. Alright, so let's see. Where does our cat... What kind of home life does our cat come from? Alright, see what the, the dice gods have in Two. So our cat is a lower class. Look. Lower class home. That makes sense with a, with a nine to five job. Yeah. Uh, kind of in this day and age. Not really, you know, being used for clout by an influencer or whatnot. We're deciding our cat's background, which is interesting given the options. Yeah. 
Um, I'm looking at them now. We got military, labor, or urban. Um, so let's give a give another roll. Um, there's one specifically I'm hoping for, but we'll uh, we'll find out. Are you hoping to roll the one? <laughs> uh, no, but we did get three, so they are a laborer. So let's nice. See. Yep. So what kind of our of job is our cat sneaking off to do to earn some extra money to help pay the rent? Could go out and collect, you know, shiny things. Maybe they walk around pawn shops, drop these or trinkets. Um, Maybe. Could just be setting up, you know, some buckets on the side of the road. Maybe they're really good at uh, music. Could be. Laborer, though, kind of implies they have a steady job of some kind. What? what? steady job would a cat have being cute how smart is our cat again uh, our cat has one in intelligence so above average is that above average for a character or above average for an npc uh, either way i think it's above cat average for a score cat. Of one is considered above or is considered average for player care so fairly a fairly intelligent cat yes. then. all right i think then that you might be able to say the cat could memorize a delivery route. Ooh, what would our cat deliver? I don't know. It's small enough that a cat could carry her around. Maybe maybe it's like a male cat. You know, they have a satchel, uh, little saddlebags, and they just walk around um, kind of doing letters. All right. I'm into it. I, w- I would imagine it has a very small uh, delivery route and also is probably not associated with the United States Postal Service. Yeah, but, I don't think uh, they allow feline run their routes. Would that be professional? I think, let's make sure they don't have anything else in, vi- in mind for that. I, I don't think they do, though. All right, anyway, so let's go back through background, just make sure we've got everything here. Uh, background, social clash descriptions, yeah, we got all that. Background descriptions. Feel free to fill out the framework of your character's background with details about how it affected the character's early life and how that relates to the traits the background provides. For example, a character with a corporate background might be the scion of a wealthy family with an important position in the business world. That would be upper. Uh, I, does it ha- oh, here we go, laborer. Uh, oh, the la- the, uh... The role also gives you a uh, a benefit uh, for your character. Uh, so you're looking at the table on page seven. Yes, I am. So that's a two d six roll to determine what your cat's uh, additional bonus stat uh, is. Okay, it looks like it says ability plus one willpower at the top. Is that automatic? You get the extra benefit. Well, um, actually, that's for uh, the one above it, which isn't. The outcast thing. Uh, uh, this is your family's used to hard physical work, and so are you. Generations have worked the factory line, or in the mines, or on the rough seas. You might be looking to move up from there, or stick with it, or something might have upended your life. In any event, you'll carry the fortitude you developed into any field you enter. Plus one constitution. Okay, so our constitutional two. Interesting. Plus one, just so that we kind of haven't. That's not a write-off. Yeah. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. So let's. Are we ready to make another roll on the table? Wait a minute. Um, it also says you get then uh, dexterity, crafting, or strength, might. Um, and I don't. I don't have the character sheet pulled up. Does it say anything about focuses on there? Let me go back to the top of the section see if I missed something. Feel free to fill out the framework of your character's background with details about how it affects character's life. It doesn't really tell us what a focus we is. We could add... It looks like there's a spot on the speed defense t- toughness if you look at the screen share real quick. Mm-hmm. We could put it there for now. Focus. What's our focus? Then? I'm assuming strength, because cats cats aren't really crafty. True. Plus, you heard of, you know about uh, the newsies back in the day. They actually had to be... They had to be, they had to be tough in order to not have their papers stolen. Right, uh, talent. One unarmed combat style or party animal. Party animal. Party animal, for sure. I'm sure so- we're going to have to figure out what goes there for real, but... Yeah, this is just placeholder quick. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something on, like, a... Is there is there just, like, a notes section on the thing, or...? Yes, there is. Yeah. Alright, we might have to move it down there eventually. Anyway, so now we have... Uh, 
to do the actual 2d6 roll for... For labor. Yep. Alright, get a little dice ASMR. Nice. I don't know if you can hear that. I can. Okay, alright. For some reason I can hear that, but I couldn't hear you clapping. Um, you're not gonna believe it. Uh, we got a 7, so we get another plus 1 to strength. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so our strength becomes a 1. Nice. Okay. So we have no neutral stats, no negative stats. This cat is tough. Oh, wait, never mind. We do have one neutral stat. Yep. Uh, Communication is still a zero. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> this cat, not not good with words, but tough all around in every other way. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, that was step three, correct? That, yep, that was all of step three. And step four, we've already kind of begun talking about this. Mm. Uh, so your character's profession describes what they do, their vocation and training, and often how they earn a living. Your character's profession provides the following benefits. A choice of two specific ability focus. A choice of one of two specific talents. A starting health score... 20 plus constitution for physical profession, 15 plus constitution for others. A starting resource score, is that for everything, or is that... Huh. Anyway, I would say uh, lower class, we're we're kind of looking at uh, the lower class job list, and I think what would be the closest to what we're, what we're looking at here? Let's see. So our options are athlete, soldier, technician, negotiator, clergy, or investigator. Uh, athlete and soldier, I think, are completely off the table. Clergy, also probably off the table. <laughs> yeah, not a religious cat. No. Well, they might be, but it's not their job. Yeah, that's, you know, that's in their free. Is this cat an investigator, maybe? The cat might be an invest. Do we like the idea of the cat as an investigator... Better than the cat as a delivery cat. Mm, I don't... Oh, that's tough. Because I don't know which one gives it more flavor. Because the the male delivery is very, very distinct. Whereas investigator is mm. like, what could this cat be investigating? True. Maybe, maybe they snoop through the mail <laughs> before <laughs> it gets delivered. Maybe. I'm going to leave this one up to you. What do you, what do you think is better? Hmm. I... I actually think, if we're going to say that the cat has a route that it runs on a near-daily basis, we're kind of ignoring the uh, the rules here for a moment. So we, let's just say we're breaking a rule. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> but with, with that in mind, I think actually, I know you kind of wrote off athlete, but I think if we're just going to be filling in our own, like our own uh, profession description, then maybe athlete is a good thing to base it off of that's fair lots of exercise with delivering foot plus you know athlete is pretty broad um, in mm-hmm. terms of professions lots of athletes out there so i yep. I, I think yeah athlete is probably our, our best bet all right then so athlete you pit yourself against physical challenges whether from other teams and rival athletes or your own limits and personal bests your work involves a lot of training and practice to stay at the top of your game and we are replacing that with, you are a cat who does a paper route. Yes. Uh, you have to stay in good physical shape to maintain the ability to do that every day without taking a nap in the middle of the street. Exactly. You gotta be determined. You gotta be forward-focusing. These are also yep. these are also good things to put on a resume. <laughs> <laughs> just, some, just some off-hand advice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, for... We get a focus, which is constitution for running or swimming, dexterity for acrobatics, or strength for climbing or jumping. Mm. I think we should give him that uh, strength for jumping. I think so, because, you know, some mailboxes are pretty high. Or if they're delivering mm. it straight to the person, then they're going to want to, you know, get up into the wall, give a little knock. Mm-hmm. Focus, strength, another focus. Another strength focus, even, specifically. True. A cat is very We're jumping. strong. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then talent is either free running or quick reflexes. I think either one would make sense, considering the uh, the job we've given them. True. I think I think our free running is kind of covered with the climbing or jumping. Okay, so you want to do quick reflexes instead? Possibly. Uh, I'll 
tackle free run free running would fit rather mm-hmm. than um quick reflexes just kind of being if you want the stats yeah so what do you think free running maybe then yeah sure okay it just counts as <laughs> they call it one word okay fair. so uh health is 20 plus constitution our constitution is uh two it's, uh two so so that's 22 22 hp put that down in a little circle as kind of like always here yeah makes sense so next is our resources two resources um i think that's just the thing we're gonna have to make a note of because when does it discuss resources is that next no next it's about drive it's about power right? exactly that that's exactly what we were intending to happen anyway so your character's drive describes what motivates them to act what moves them to say yes to an opportunity including a call to participate in the game's stories it defines the kinds of things your character wants to do drive gives you cues for action as a player and provides the gm with hooks to encourage your character to act as a player when a chance to do something interesting comes up ask yourself how does my drive inspire me to get involved? Choose a drive for your character or roll drive on the table. To determine which column to use, roll 1d6 on a 1 to 3, roll on column 1 on a 4 to 6, roll on column 2. Your character's drive provides the following benefits. A quality and a downfall. These help guide role-playing and have a specific in-game effect if the optional conviction system is used to play. I have no idea what that is, so we're just going to say no for right now. A choice of one of two specific talents, one of the following improvements. Health, plus five increase. Membership, rank one. Resources, plus two increase. Relationship, intensity of one. Or reputation, one honorific. For details on memberships, relationships, and reputation, see chapter 10. That sounds like a lot of reading that I'd have to do that I don't <laughs> want to do a, right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we should have tables, right? Yes. So there's a drive table at the bottom left of page 22. And you roll a 1d6 to determine which one you're checking. So first off, if it's a 1 to 3, it's column 1. If it's a 4 to 6, it's column 2. All right. And then you roll again to see where you ended up. Okay, we can also choose. The book gives us that option. So do we want to look over and see if one's specific, or do we want to just let fate decide? Oh, that's a good point. Let's see, we've got uh, Achiever, Networker, Builder, Penitent, Caregiver, Protector, Ecstatic, Rebel, Judge, Survivor, Leader, or Visionary. Our cat's kind of a go-getter. I think Achiever makes sense. I think Achiever also makes sense, because... They've got they've got the drive to want to get out, make something something that I wish right. I had. <laughs> so let's let's go with achiever. Okay, so you want to accomplish things for for which you'll be recognized. Some achievers want success, fame, and accolades. Our cat wants to get internet famous for running a mail route. I don't know. <laughs> While others are looking to leave a memorable legacy. But all achievers are keenly aware that life is short, and everyone has the same number of hours in a day. Unless you're a cat and you sleep most of them. It's how you spend them that matters. Uh, so, we get another talent, which is expertise or inspire. And an improvement, which is either an additional resource, a membership, or reputation. So, are you going with, uh, first off, I guess, are you going expertise or inspire as your talent? Um, well, I'm not sure what talents do. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure yet either. We'll get to that. Hopefully we will. Yes. Um, so, let's look back up. Went too far. <laughs> um, expertise. or I feel like it should be expertise because this this cat has expertise in you know, memorizing roots, accomplishing their goals on time. You would, you would want to assume that this cat knows uh, their owner's schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and, knows what time they got to be home. Yep. Keeps it tight on their, on their mail route. Gets their stuff done, gets home on time. So I think I think expertise is our best option. Okay, sounds good. Uh, improvement, membership, resources, or reputation. I feel like resources or reputations are the ones that would come up during the character creation pro- process. Mm-hmm. Um, like we we already know that we've got two resources, so we could bump that up to three, or we could say the cat already has a bit of a reputation. I feel like the cat would have to have reputation to be known as a mail carrier. 
Um, it probably needs a reputation to have gotten the job in the first place. Exactly. Okay, let's do reputation then. Keeping all of these in the notes uh, section. Until we're told what to do with them? Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Alright, so that's a lot of tables. Step six. Resources and equipment. Hey, I think it's time. Oh, finally. <laughs> Modern age characters have a resource score. A composite of material resources of, and available cash, credit, and income that works much like other ability scores. The resources score serves as the basis for resource tests used to purchase goods and services. Nice. So starting resources. A character's starting resources score is based on social class and background. Possibly adjusted by profession or talents. Over the course of play, a character's resources may decrease from major expenditures or increase as the character gains level. A character's resource score can never fall below negative two, but there is no effective limit to how high the score can go. Just like the stock market. Ah, <laughs> very topical. <laughs> Since resources is an abstract concept, it is sometimes difficult to determine exactly how materially well-off a character is. To get a general sense, check the resource score table. Uh, so negative two to zero is in debt. Plus one to two is struggling. So our cat, our cat is struggling. Three to five, middle class. Six to eight, affluent. Nine to ten, wealthy. Eleven to thirteen, rich. Fourteen or higher, Jeff Bezos. Uh, it doesn't say Jeff Bezos. I just inferred that. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a struggling cat. Probably doesn't make a lot of tips. Probably not. But you know he they're they're getting close to middle class. Yep. They're they're working on it. They're put they're putting money aside for some something most likely. What that is up to you when you decide to play this character. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> resource tests are used to determine what you can afford and what goods and services you can reasonably access. The resource score if it reflects a character's buying power. Every item has a target number to purchase, also called its cost. Uh, to purchase an item, make a resource test against the item's cost. So is there, like, a spot on the character sheet for marking resources that I have not seen yet? Or I do not believe so. We've got preferred stunts, weapon, attack roll, damage, talent, specializations, and new power. No, it's really... Oh, that we here we go. Have that. Resources, it's down in middle two. Oh, okay. Perfect. Alright. So we have our resources down, and it looks like most of the resources comes with actually home. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we need to do much else with that. Right. It doesn't seem like it. But we should check out the equipment tab. Absolutely. That I think is our next uh, thing. Modern age characters start out with certain basic equipment and possession as follows. Clothing. The essential tools are items of the character's profession, if any. Any weapon the character has associated focus or talent using. Uh, we don't have any weapon talents, but we did discuss earlier that our cat probably has a work uniform of some kind, right? Yes. And also saddlebags for carrying around, I, I don't know what, um, this is not an above board operation. We've, we've already said this is not the United States Postal Service. Yeah, no. Uh, so what, so this is probably like your, your carrier pigeon type deal. This is a messenger cat. Mm -hmm. So equipment, I'm going to go ahead and write saddlebags. Um, and we're assuming that this, since this is just a house cat, I couldn't imagine it being able to put on its own clothes. Saddlebags, I could make the argument for, like, you can just kind of like rummage Slide up. Under, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe the cat could wear a hat, but uh, I don't want to step on any copyright thing. I was about to say, Joel, I think that... Uh, I, that character is taken. <laughs> okay. Alright, so I think that's our only equipment, really. Yeah, our cat doesn't have any uh, weapon proficiencies, I don't believe. So, yeah, I think that's it. Now we move on to derived statistics. It's a fun way of saying the health, defense, toughness, etc. Yeah. <laughs> health measures how much damage your character can take before being taken out of a fight and put in danger of dying. Uh, we've already determined our health. Yep. Um, so defense measures how difficult it is to hit your character with attacks in combat. And there's a little uh, helpful thing here that says defense equals 10 plus dexterity. Okay, so our dexterity is 3, so defense is 13. It's a good opening defense. On to toughness. So we don't wear armor, I don't think. Because we, we've already discussed, our cat has to kind of go with what it can do on its own clothing-wise means it just kind of picks up its saddlebag and drops it off at the end of the day. 
So they have a toughness score equal to their constitution, which can reduce the damage from attacks. In gritty games, toughness reduces only stun damage. In pulpy games, uh, well, I don't know. We don't really know what kind of uh, what kind of game this cat is going to be in right now. So yeah. let's just uh, let's just assume this is a cinematic cat for the moment. Our cat doesn't wear armor, as we've discussed, so how do we determine toughness, then? I don't see a thing for it. I think we would just write down which mode it is. It says they have a toughness score equal to their constitution score. So oh, our okay. toughness so would be that's... three, or two. Sounds like it, yeah. Okay, next up is speed. I'll go ahead and read this one off. As humans, default modern age characters possess a speed of a speed score equal to 10 plus dexterity. You can choose a lower speed to represent mobility impairment or notably short stature, if that's part of who your character is. But this is entirely your choice. We are playing a very tiny creature. We are. So would we want to reduce it to 5 plus dexterity then? No half it? I think, I think that's a good way to do it. Okay, so 5 plus our dexterity, which leaves us with a speed of... Okay. Alright. Armor... There's a spot for armor. I'm just going to go ahead and put that as zero since we don't wear armor. Right. There's not a thing for that. Now we move straight on to gold ties and relationship. All right, so for goals, we have a care of any number of goals, but generate up to three for your character to start. All right, so now we're getting into the cat's motivations. Why is it so driven to do what it do? See, when considering goals, try for a mix of short and long-term ones. Short-term goals give the GM ways to involve your character in adventures right away, such as by looking for a specific person, thing, or piece of information. So that's good. Um, long-term goals may take years to achieve and can be played out over much of the campaign, depending on how they are set up. Um, so short-term goal, I think, would always be deliverment. Right. I think, why does the cat do what it does? Somehow it got trained to do this, right? And it is doing it on someone's behalf. As we've discussed, this someone is probably not the owner. Yeah. I think I think the owner is unaware that this is taking place. Is the cat trying to... I, I would assume the cat is getting paid, since it, since it has its own resource. Not a high one, but it does have resources. At its disposal. So I think it would be safe to say the cat is getting paid. Uh, so maybe the short-term term goal, one of its short-term goals could just be make money. And then a long-term goal could be why is the cat so interested in making money when its need, its basic needs are probably being met by someone already. Okay, short-term. So like you said, our short-term is making money. Why is this cat making could this be to save up for a new toy, or... I don't know. I think with a resource score of two, the cat could already get itself new toys, if that was interest. True. I don't think this cat is going to want a Lamborghini, so... See, that's the thing. I think if it wants luxuries that would come from having money, it probably doesn't want them for itself. Because, again, its basic needs are already being met. True. Could this be long-term to help its owner move up in life, maybe? We could say that. And I think that would also tie in, then, to how does the cat get involved in an adventure? They get offered a higher-paying job, probably with higher stakes, but also with, like, higher pay. And so long as they can still make it home in time that their owner doesn't realize they were missing, they're cool with it. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have two goals. It says to have three. Yeah, it says generate up to three. But do we need do we need a third goal? Do we need another long term or even another short? Um, I don't know. I think we've got two goals that kind of give us everything we need to explain why our cat would get involved in uh, in danger, right? Yeah. So. Um. Now we could reveal other goals as we play, but that's like. One of those, like, play-to-find-out kind of situation. That's a uh, up-to-the-listener kind of deal. So mm -hmm. I, I think we can stick safely with two gold. Yeah, me too. So we can move on to ties. Uh, do you want me to read this little snippet here? Yeah, may as well. Okay. 
Uh, while some role-playing games start the characters off not knowing each other, thrown together by circumstances, the group's cohesion is stronger if they have some pre-existing ties. This doesn't necessarily mean that the characters all know each other or even like each other before the game begins. Uh, just that there is something tying them together. For example, two characters might have served in the same theater of war or worked for the same employer, even if they didn't meet then. Characters might be distant family members, have a shared enemy, or encounter the same strange phenomenon. Of course, it's equally possible for two or more characters to be old acquaintances with deep history. This is something that's supposed to be done with, like, other players, but I think we know enough about our cat's lore that we could kind of make a guess about the rest of the party here. Yeah. So, like, our cat has a messenger job, right? It's a messenger cat. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are, we're in agreement that it's not operating above board. It's not working, like, for the U.S. Postal Service. It's probably working for someone who needs discreet, under-the-table dealings. Exactly. Like a shady grandma. Yeah, like a shady <laughs> grandma. So, the crime syndicate of our modern-age city, or whatever, could just be run by the shady grandma who has other employees or freelancers or whatever who do her bidding. That that could work. I don't think we can, like, literally fill out the ties just because we don't have the characters. So I I don't even know where on the sheet you would do that, but, um... There is a relationships and social ties section, the second page of the character. Okay, one moment. I see you have that pulled up here. Let me take a look at that. Is that, like, the same... Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the same thing. So we don't necessarily need to separate those out even. Yeah. I also kind of, for the listeners who look at this later, I threw our goals in there because there's not really a set place for goals. So I just kind of put it there. <laughs> that makes sense to me. It's like, there's not, that's kind of where it uh, exists. It's part of the same character creation section as that, like, in the rule book. Yeah. It's the same step. We're on step eight still. Mm-hmm. But I think for relationships, like under ties, you could probably just say other operatives or something. Okay. And we, we can leave it at that for now. And then for relationships, we have the owner who is a completely oblivious nine to fiver. I, okay. I, I didn't know how to write that. So it's just nine to five ER. <laughs> I'll put a little apostrophe in there for flair. I don't know how else to say that. That's what they are. They they work a nine to five. Their cat is home when they get home. Their cat is home when they leave the house. They have no idea what it's doing during the daytime. Do they need to know? Probably not. Do they have any reason to suspect? Hopefully not. Nope. Not unless you, the player, take this character and mess it up for us. Exactly. Although, if you do do that, please tell us everything about it. It will be very funny, and we will laugh. Exactly. If if you use any of these characters in any games, God, please DM us. Just tell us. Ex- yes, please. <laughs> Might even get, like, a shared lore thing going. That would be hilarious. But- oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, with- then we've got the employer. So, for the employer, do we, ju- do we just want to do Shady Grandma? <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think that works. It makes the most sense. And that's the, uh, that's also the name that the police are looking for. That's all that they know about, about the shady grandma as well. They just know it's, they just know that it's possibly an older woman that doesn't get out much. Yeah. But has complete control over an elaborate crime syndicate. (laughs) Absolutely. I love it. Love everything about that, actually. (laughs) I'm just imagining people going through and playing, like, the whole, like, one of the plot points is just trying to figure out who who <laughs> you actually work for. That would be hilarious. Right. So that's two. D- does our cat know anybody else? You think our cat would know anybody else? I'm sure the cat knows some other people. I'm not sure we should come up with them until, like, because we're not establishing the whole world this cat lives in. We're just establishing yeah. the parts relevant to the cat. And I feel like if we start to explore other people the cat might know, like other like people who it might know that aren't really as important to its story, 
then we're going to just get a little lost in the weeds. Uh, yeah, and, that's fair. And just develop the rest of the world. All you need to know about this world is that there's a grandma running a crime syndicate that hires cats as messengers and actually pays them. Yep. Here you go. All right. So what's what's the next step? I think the next step might just be naming the cat. All right. Name and description. Go ahead and read text. Uh, lastly, what is your character's name? How do they look? Uh, although this step is the end of character creation, don't make it an afterthought. You're likely to be hearing your character's name a lot, and the right name can really help bring your character to life. Likewise, paint a picture with your character's appearance that tells the other players something about who that character is. You might want to focus on including at least one or two memorable details. Well, we've got one memorable detail. The saddlebags, mm -hmm. obviously. I guess first off, we do need a name. We do need a name, and I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really put much thought into, this. but you know, what's what's a little improv for a podcast, right? And this could just also be one of those things that, like, the cat has a name that its like civilian family calls it, and then <laughs> a completely different identity that like its employer knows it as. That's true. I like that idea because obviously, I I don't think there would be a way to for the cat to transfer that information to their mm -hmm. employer. And even if they could, the employer wouldn't want that just out on the streets. Unless, Unless. the cat wore a uh, like one of those collars with a name tag. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Mm. But you're right. I don't think they would want just everyone having that information. So I think the cat probably has like a, this is going to be another thing like Ham slash Pebble Star, where yeah. uh, we've got a cat who has a like a a code name uh one moment i'm just gonna google secret agent cat name generator it's gotta be out there somewhere right uh i just got cat name generator warrior cat names generator uh, we already did that one <laughs> yeah, yeah 150 mysterious names for cats i'm gonna click on 150 mysterious names for cats actually hold on okay i have found a secret agent name generator okay um this is which generation do you belong to? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this one of the first questions it prompts is what which generation do you belong to? Greatest generation, baby booner, booner, boomer, gen gen X, millennial or gen alpha? I'm guessing gen alpha is like is that supposed to be gen Z basically? Got to be. The cat probably can't if we're assuming this takes place this year. The cat probably can't be older than gen z yeah no way this is this is like a questionnaire this seems more like one of those like personality quizzes than a a name generator <laughs> yeah but i'm still into seeing what the results are i i am too honestly uh all the above <laughs> if you were an animal what would it be is cat an option that is not an option. <laughs> Tiger, lion, jaguar. That makes close sense. Close enough. Close enough. Do you have a bucket list? Wait, wait. No, it's not close enough. We accept no cop-outs. That's true. Damn. I'm, anyway. Uh, Agentify me. God, <laughs> I hate this. It gave Austin the name Agent. I'm a kick your ass. Um, yeah, that's Which great. I can see because he's sharing his screen with me. I think... Yeah. Uh, the cat names that mean mysterious or mystic might be a better poll here. Yeah. Let's see. Is there anything on this list that looks good? I'm going to share my screen real quick. Ooh, I did find a spy name generator that isn't a questionnaire. <laughs> so far, I got Wraith Longshaw. Wraith Longshaw? That's cool. We've got Meow, which is Chinese for clever, mystic, and mysterious. Mm, that'd, that'd be good. Little on the nose. Yeah, it is a little on the nose, but it makes sense. It does make sense. Sergey Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Although, would a human guy just name a cat Sergey? Who am I kidding? Yes, they would. <laughs> Let's be real. There's plenty of weird cat names out there. I mean, we named a cat Ham in one of our episodes, so I don't think we can really talk about weird cat names. <laughs> I yeah, we gave up that right already. Anyway, I think yeah. Uh I think one one side of the uh like the the uh, the uh 
above the above board people know him as Sergey, and the uh, the underground of the city knows him as Meow. I should see how to ch- pronounce that. It looks like it's a Chinese name. Yeah. Just gonna throw that into Google Translate real quick and uh, get the um the sound here. Meow. It's just meow. Nice. How is it spelled? Is it like it's M I A with the like the the thing over it the accent. Yeah, the A with the accent and then O. How old is our cat? It, it's a a regular cat, other than its double life. Which could still just be regular cat for all I know. Mm-hmm. It's got. I think it's got to be like regular cat aged as well, which is like I, I'm gonna guess that the average life, like max life expectancy of a cat, is somewhere around like 15 years. Oh, you have it pulled up here. Yep. Uh, 12 to 18 years. So we made our cat like five. Yeah, I think our cat would be on the young side. Yeah. Give him, give him some life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Something to throw away. Yeah. How tall is a cat? Inji, how tall are you? He, ju- he just gave me a side eye. <laughs> um, 9.1 to 9.8 inches, according to Google. Uh. So I think we made our cat, like, nine, just nine inches long. Or nine inches tall. Nine inches tall. Here we go. Uh, and it says weight here. It's like, I don't know. How much is it? Uh, around eight point eight to eleven pounds. I guess he's he's probably he works out, so he's probably got some muscle on him. I'd say nine and a half pounds or so. Nine and a half lbs. That sounds good. Awesome. We need to decide what kind of cat this is. True, because that will give us our physical appearance. Cat breed. We have most people are like, "What breed is your cat?" My cat's orange. <laughs> My cat is a goblin. Mm-hmm. A cat is a certified asshole. <laughs> I'm kind. Of, I kind of picture it as like I don't know. I kind of picture an orange cat, like just a straight up orange cat. Mm-hmm. We could do a Somali cat. Pretty cool. They're orange. Yeah, that works. Yeah, we've got a Somali cat. Um, orange Somali cat. And is there any other any other thing here to? Or is that is that that might be it? That might be it, unless we want to give this cat like a fully fleshed backstory, kind of like how we did with uh, Pebble Star. Yeah, I think but... we should give him give him a little bit of lore. We need to we we do need to write out like we've we've already kind of given him the lore, but have we written it out anywhere? No, we have not. All right, I think we need to write down our cat's lore. He lived a double life. He uh he delivered the messages for the for the crime syndicate. The crime syndicate is run by the shady grandma. No one assume no one knows who she is, but everyone assumes she must be old and female and probably has nice grandkids somewhere that uh worry about her cuz they don't know. They don't know what she get up to or maybe they do. Maybe they're in on it. Maybe they're in on it. Do we want any other like flavor in there like his favorite food is sh- shrimp or something? Sure. You may as well throw in that like like he's got a reason for doing this, like out of concern for the nice normal guy who took him in or something. All right, that's that's about a paragraph, you know, good description. Yeah, yeah. Then people can add or subtract anything they want. That sounds about right. And guys, that is Sergey slash Meow, the messenger cat for the criminal syndicate. You know, I think I think we did a good job with this one. Yeah, me too. I feel like the more, like, cats that we create, just, like, obviously, you know, you do something enough times, you'll get better at it. Um, Right. But it's fun. Yeah, it is. This is something that I think will be interesting to see as it grows. But anyway, uh, do you have a mixtape you would like to drop on the audience this week? I do. I do streams over on Twitch at Avalon Alchemist. Uh, capital A, capital A, and then you can also find me on Twitter, same tag, uh, Avalon Alchemist. I'm trying to stream every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Obviously, that's not going to be how it adds up every week, but, you know, I also just do the occasional stream when I feel like it, because, I don't know, I stream, I do whatever (laughs) I want. (laughs) 
Fair enough. So feel free to come in, chat, have a good time. Um, I play with viewers sometimes, depending on the game. My stream uh, will probably be on hiatus when by the time this episode comes out. I am very close to finishing my Kingdom Hearts 3 run where I have to take a selfie with every boss in critical mode. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, don't worry. The VODs for that will be up if you if that sounds in any way interesting to you. Uh, it'll be up on a, twi on a YouTube channel just titled Joel's VOD Dump, which you can more easily find by going to youtube.com slash user slash Danalo Leoj, which is spelled DNA... L-L-O-H-L-E-O-J and there it'll be linked but because that's a lot I will also just like include a link in the show notes fair enough so uh, you got a, a cat pun to close us out on um you know I've been trying to come up with some but the the enigma of the cat pun escapes me so let's 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 see if I can formulate one really quick I think it's okay if you recycle some we we will most likely have to yeah well i i think we want like a solidified sign-off and honestly i think the first one you know they say the first one is never the best one but i think the first one is our best shot for now so i hope you all enjoyed and we will catch you in the next one <laughs> thank you for listening to one of our first recordings of how to make a literal cat in your favorite rpg these episodes were recorded before we had certain information nailed down so some of it might be missing or inaccurate. Under normal circumstances, we try and discuss this information in episode, but for the record, Joel Holland, me, is on social media and publishing sites with the username Denalo Leoj. I understand that you might not guess how to spell or pronounce that, so you can go to jholland.start.page, linked in the show notes, to access all of those links at once. Austin Irwin has recently changed his username on most social media sites from Redhead Warlock to Avalon Alchemist. He's active on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok under the new name. If you have a specific type of cat you'd like to see, you can email us at literalcatpod at gmail.com to recommend games, suggest character concepts and prompts, or to request collaborations, guest spots, or other business inquiries. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at literalcatpod to receive updates, ask questions, and of course, don't forget to leave a review on the listening service of your choice. If you want us to see it, though, I highly recommend leaving your review on Podchaser. Finally, you can grab all the character sheets at bit.ly slash literalcatpod. Following that link will take you to a Dropbox folder containing every character sheet from every episode. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.